0: We have to find
1: our heart songs all by ourselves The voice you hear inside Who you truly are Truly Yeah, and yeah. Praise your voices, brothers Give praise to the great one You put songs in our hearts then You might make a difference. On, oh yes, that's right, it's true
0: Today we're going to be talking about the song of the heart uh, from happy feet uh, recorded apparently in a week in the summer of 2006 at paisley park and released on the 31st of October 2006 Uh, in November 2006 it was released as a single in Japan uh, of all places Uh, that which I don't know is I I guess I know know some bands that are kind of only big in Japan um, so it's interesting that kind of Prince's um, you know record company or whatever decided that they would go with a uh a, a japan only um single um it only contain that contains two edits that basically cut you know cut the song down by a couple of minutes um so i don't think it's really worth listening to those edits um and it didn't really do that much business in japan anyway um but uh yeah it's it's one of the few things where you can just get the credit of prince the song of the heart like on some artwork um, it's a picture of two penguins with another little penguin, which I'm assuming is important to the film. Um, the Song of the Heart won the Golden Globe for Best Original Song in 2007. Um, it is the only Golden Globe that Prince ever won. Um, and this is where the Warner Brothers executive in charge of this film revealed that basically Prince did the song in about a week. Um, he He watched the film from beginning to end, then recorded the song, and a week later, there it was, completely done. Uh, and it's the only specifically written song on the soundtrack, which obviously is why it was the only one that was available to be nominated for Best Original Song for the Golden Globes. So that gives Prince a Golden Globe to add to his Oscar and a few Grammys that he already had. Yeah. Unfortunately, he never got that musical made, so he was never eligible for a Tony. Uh, <laughs> so he he, 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 couldn't, he couldn't get close to an EGOT. Yeah. Um, the song itself uh, has Prince Bria Valente, and Robin Williams, though Robin Williams is featured only in vocals. Yes, as
1: multiple characters, actually. Yeah, it plays <laughs> yeah. like two or three penguins in this film. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, the track is four minutes thirty-five, and it's full, you know, size, and three minutes in the edits. And joining me to talk about today is Alec Reiner. Hello, Alec. Hello. Um, Now, yeah, what's weird is, like, in the 90s, if you start with, like, 1990 and you go through to, like, 1999, there are so many films that had, like, corresponding singles that were just gigantic hits. Um, And there are even songs like, you know, Shy Guy, which is from Bad Boys, which was, like, a hit. You know, like, and and doesn't even have the words "bad boys" in it anywhere, and just you know has clips of the film in it. So, like, this thing, like, I don't know. Like, once we got to the two thousands, it seemed like this phenomena kind of stopped. I mean, if you follow, I can't remember his name now. It's Demi, is it Demi Ajubi? I think is that how you say his surname? I know I've completely slaughtered that. (laughs) But he does fake songs for films, and he did a great one where he did like a Donald Glover style song for the end of Solo. Um, where he's talking about how he's Lando Um, and he does it in like a Donald Glover voice with Donald Glover rhyme schemes and it's insanely brilliant Um, and he did one for like the end of Infinity War uh, where he pretended that he was at a screening and the end of Infinity War was this like rap song done from the point of view of Thanos and it just has like, the, the it has like fake credits and it's like introducing like famous people and it has everybody kind of credited as like all their characters, but it, it includes like, you know, Ben Affleck as Batman and the credits and stuff like that. It's, I mean, it's, it's an amazing joke that just kind of is wasted on Twitter. Uh, but that but that seems to feel like that fits in the style of what this is. Like if this film had came out in like the 90s, there would have been a song called Happy Feet and it would have been recorded by, I don't know, Peebo Bryson and it would have been like you know a number one. Yeah. Um but as it is Prince just kind of does this song that plays over the end credits doesn't feature anywhere else yep. in the film. <laughs> I don't well correct correct me on that because I haven't seen the oh, film. Oh yeah.
1: Um you are correct about how it doesn't feature at the end of the film, but I the reason why it's not I mean that it's only in those end credits is they were trying to license Kiss for the film which um was the heart song of um, the lead penguin, Elijah Woods character Mumble, though which is the main character, his that was his mom's heart song. And the heart song in the film is like the penguin's mating songs. They all have they all had to like look inside and find their like love heart song. And hers was Kiss by Prince. And um Prince, notorious guy of um not letting films license his music. Um you probably heard the um, the Kevin Smith story about him getting, trying to get the most beautiful girl in the world license for one oh, of yeah. his movies and,
0: and yeah, failing miserably. If,
1: yeah. Yeah. So of, of course spent, um, spent
0: five days with him. Didn't get anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, George Miller, who is the, um, creator and director of this, he also did the Mad Max series and the babe movies. He, um, sent this to Prince as like, hey, um, check it out, please let us license your song, and Prince was so impressed with the film that not only did he was like, okay, on Kiss, I'm gonna send you back a song, an original song for the film, because he was just so impressed with, um, the film, and it just, the whole film just seems like something that would be a Prince's hour. I, um, Happy Feet, I, when it was released in, um, Oh six, I was probably the target demographic for that because I was an elementary school kid around that time. So I remember Happy Feet, along with a barrage of other like penguin-themed movies that came out around that same time. There was crap like Surfs Up and Madagascar and all that. That just a lot of penguin films are just lodged in the back of my memories. But this has been like the one that I remember loving, and the um. There's so many different like themes to this um film and it's it's kind of creepy i remember watching it with my um my mom and my mom was like this is getting a little too deep for a children's film because it starts out with um uh, the penguin colony they all sing that's like their thing and how they mate and all that but elijah woods mumble he can he can't sing he's like an awful singer single sick singer and he's, like, ostracized from the Penguin Society. But he could, like, dance his ass off. But his dad, which is, like, Hugh Jackman, doing his, like, Elvis impersonation, is like, no, son, you can't dance. And um, and he, he's kind of getting ostracized for, like, being different and all that. And um, he goes through Penguin School and all that. And he goes on this um big um, adventure. And... You meet some, a lot of people along the way, like the Robin Williams penguins in the, and all that. And during the entire film, one of the problems is there's not enough fish for the penguins, and they don't know what's what's happening to them. And the like elder religious cults of the penguins think that they're not pleasing their penguin god that they call just Gwyn um, by singing enough, and that this guy like, teaching people how to dance is, like, against their religion. So they ostracize him and, like, make him an outcast. And he's like, I'll figure out what um, happens to all our fish. And he thinks it's aliens, but the aliens are just humans. And he goes, he gets, like, um, captured and put in, like, a zoo. And it, like, freaks, like, he, he freaks out, like, obviously. But then he starts dancing, like, to, like, like, of crying human or something like that, and he kind of becomes famous, and they let him back into the society. But he has like they taped a like a camera on him or something like that. It it it, it gets pretty deep for a <laughs> for a kids film, and it um and it ends with like this big montage of people like talking about environmental problems and stuff like that. So I think it kind of hit a lot of the Prince check marks of the time like good to environment, good to animals, a lot of rhythm, a lot of great songs, kind of a be yourself kind of movie and it it really is a a joy the times I've seen it now that I'm older I even enjoy it then. So I would recommend Happy Feet to anyone that's just a fan of animation and um just music. But the end gets pretty pretty dark. I was um watching it with my my girlfriend and she she it really threw her into like a a thing, I think it. she was like half watching and then it became like dark and it, it was a whole like ordeal like yeah, uh, this animated film is talking about like relative re- relevant problems like polar caps melting and um, industrialization of um, animal habitats and crap like that so I probably <laughs> rambled on about Happy Feet longer than um, most people would like to hear but I can't I'll, I'll give I'm, my praise <laughs> to it it's, it's an a movie for me for sure a plus the
0: weird thing is i have heard like the nicole kidman kiss like um hugh jackman he actually sings heartbreak hotel yeah kind that's of his love you know, song <laughs> mashup thing yeah and the, the whole kind of like uh, you know love song thing is it you know is kind of in you know song of the heart um you know that is kind of what prince is singing about like you know yeah. the kind of the love songs are the song of the heart um you know and and prince is kind of talking about how you know you might make a different song but that doesn't make you any more or less as good as it as like anyone uh more or less as good as you um if you can't feel the music then that's all you really need <laughs> like it, it it's really weird because it is kind of a very kind of plot specific song um you know considering you know obviously prince had seen the film so that's what he wrote it about um, but yeah, and I, it, it I, it's really weird because like um you know there's no there's no real songs in Purple Rain or um you know from yeah. Parade, um yeah. or even yeah, um he, Graffiti Bridge yeah that kind of describe the plot as much as this song describes the plot of Happy Feet. Yeah. Well, even like um,
1: Batman soundtrack, I, I I think this is more yeah. in tune with the the. This feels like the first time Prince wrote something specifically for. A film like at, while like watching it minus like yes yeah. barrage of samples and bat dance which this has a barrage of samples also from the film with different um characters it starts off with a um a sample from the film and um you'll hear samples in the back of like the penguins doing like yells and you got it and a lot of other stuff so it's it's kind of bat dancey that
0: way. I was gonna say, I mean, yeah, I guess Bad Dance is probably the only other time where he Prince did anything kinda like this. But obviously in that case to get the to get the right to use songs you know, Prince insisted on writing an entire album. Yeah. Uh, but I guess in this case he couldn't write an entire album because the entire film or, had already been animated. Um, so, <laughs> so it would have been hard for him to come in and say, I'm writing the whole album, and then they would have to go back and basically reanimate every single scene that had music in to print music. Um, so I guess he just settles for the one song. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I I think in terms of like what the song is, it kind of is like a ballad, isn't it? It's just like a ballad that gives you the plot of the song, Uh, Or gives you the message, I would say, more than the plot. Yeah. Um, Even though there is like this whole thing of, you know, um, I'll let you, I'll let you, if you let me sing the song of the heart, which is the, you know, the kind of the title of the song. Um, But that's kind of like about the, you know, uh, he says we could be together if we all do our part, which obviously is talking about, you know, the penguins, I'm guessing, uh, kind of worshipping their God who will bring them more fish. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. And I, I find it such a weird kind of project for Prince to have kind of done to be like, um. yeah I you know like obviously I mean it it is kind of his MO to be like I'm not going to let you use my song unless you let me do this um, which is always pretty much write a song um, even like the whole we are the world thing he's like I'm not going to sing but I will write you a song that's like that seems to be his um, you know and particularly obviously that was something that might complained about where like you know they get into arguments and Prince would write a song as a way to get out of the argument like rather than just kind of
1: you yeah, know talking, talking or whatever
0: yeah, yeah so I don't know, I I find it kind of interesting because yeah like a lot of them are you know like everyone makes mistakes you know uh, step aside little babies and you know watch me do my thing uh you know you don't even need a good reason, reason to listen to me sing so like again yeah it feels like he's kind of uh talking a little bit more about the plot um than you know than he did even for anything anything that he starred in or anything that he did on the batman soundtrack like in the 80s prince contributed soundtracks to like four films and literally nothing on any of those songs feels like as close to the plot as this kind of song does yeah but yeah i don't the weird thing is i kind of remember i remember this being a thing like i remember people being like oh prince has recorded a song for this like kids film um, but I think at the time I wasn't really going to the cinema that much. I have a feeling in 2006 I only went to the cinema six times that year, yeah. and I didn't it's really. The same si- year, like, um,
1: Cars came out, and that was kind of dominating all the, um, yeah, all the elementary school things. It was Cars stuff everywhere. And um, that
0: that was the that was Cars was the first time I didn't see a Pixar film at the cinema, and I'd seen Toy Story at the cinema, Bugs Life, Toy Story Two. Like I had an unbroken streak of you know, seeing um, I in fact I saw Bugs Life twice at the cinema because they added new bloopers at the end. Um <laughs> if everybody remembers the days when Pixar did these bloopers fake bloopers of course because you know Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I think yeah. I've seen
1: the ones for Toy Story Two where yeah. yeah it's like obviously fake because they had to like animate them with the first Well they have clip.
0: to animate it, yeah. <laughs> so but yeah so but yeah so at the end of at the end of Bugs Life they did this thing where they released the film and it had a set of bloopers. And then about two weeks later, they changed the bloopers to a different set of bloopers. Um, So I think when it ended up on DVD, it just had both sets back to back. Um, But yeah, so I went, I saw Bugs Life twice at the cinema. That's how much of a fan I was of like Pixar's early stuff. Uh, And Cars was like the first time that I just didn't bother going to the cinema to watch a Pixar film. And I think to this day... Uh, Well, I think Cars and Cars Three are the only two Pixar films I've never seen at the cinema. Yeah, I saw I saw Finding Nemo when it had like a three D release a few years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, at at this point I'm like, uh, you know, I I saw Cars Two, and I only saw Cars Two because it had a Toy Story short before it, uh, which is the one where they're in the bath and they end up like having like a kind of disco in the bath, which is a a great short, really funny. Um, Yeah, so I mean, yeah, so I. Oh, certainly. Yes, definitely. Uh, But yeah, so I mean, like, I, you know, I had no kind of, I had like, even though that Prince had done this end song, I wasn't going to pay to go to the cinema just to listen to a song by Prince. Like, uh, you know, in the 90s, maybe I would have done that, but definitely not in the 2000s. (laughs) It's nothing that's going to happen. So it took a few years before I actually heard this song, because it wasn't until it was kind of like on the internet and stuff where you know, I could finally kind of get access to it where I was, cause again, I was not going to buy like the soundtrack to happy feet yeah, just, just, for, like, just seven, to have like dollars. a terror, just to have a, like a, a less than good cover version of kiss by Nicole Kidman. And you know, this one song by Prince, I'm not spending my money just for those two things. I mean, I don't know. Cause I mean, I'm a huge fan of like Brittany Murphy. Uh, I did a whole podcast about clueless minute by minute. So, uh, but at the same time, I don't know that I really need to hear her singing a song on a soundtrack. Um, like, I, you know, it's not like I've got a yeah. huge amount of motivation to do that. So,
1: yeah. Um, some of the ar- yeah I, I, arrangements are pretty cool. I don't know if any of like the actual vocals themselves are pretty cool, but, um, yeah. I, when I um did a rewatch of the film, yeah, it was actually pretty clever. Now that I kind of grew up and know some of these like original songs, like um, the they did Stevie Wonder's um, I wish those things good and um tell tell me something good and beach boys in my room and um a bunch of other songs and now that like i've heard them in um real life i can like i've heard their original versions now that i see them in the film like oh that was actually a pretty clever spin on that or that's a cool song that they use for this point of the film yeah, I, yeah. it's some um, stuff that i think is just really clever. And um, Happy Feet did win the Oscar for Best Original Film against Cars, if I remember correctly. I think it was, like, the first time in a few years that um, someone beat out, like, Pixar or Disney or something like that. Because that rarely happens with the Oscars. The Best Animated Film is usually, like, the Disney Mainstay Award. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, no, it
0: did. Yeah, it won the best animation and the best BAFTA for best animation and the Annie Award that year as well, and the Saturn Award. Um, and then the sequel, Happy Feet Two, bankrupted the studio.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah, I I, <laughs> I I I did see that when it was out, and it was it it was pretty dead.
0: Like the the production of that film basically ended up completely ruining like the studio that put it out. Uh, it just basically killed it um and you know george miller then went on to direct um mad max fury road uh which is a great film but again the budget overruns on it basically killed any profit that film made <laughs> yeah. so jo- george miller he i mean he i don't think he could have bankrupted warner brothers with fury road but i mean i guess he gave it his best try
1: um it, it was fun for us to watch it
0: that's uh, <laughs> yeah. I I mean I guess uh you know Prince did perform it live, obviously with the you know the Indigo knights but it was kind of like part of a medley. There's only about a minute and a half of the song, <laughs> um you know, so it, it it like it you know he it's not like he kind of kept performing it over the years. I think he performed it like literally as the you know as he won the. That was pretty much the end of his association with the song. Um you know he's like I've won awards for this. I don't need to perform it anymore. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, I I would say for myself, probably, um, I don't know, I don't kind of have, like, the sentimental attachment to, like, Happy Feet or anything, so... It's only really like a 3 out of 5 for me. It's not really a song that I listen to that often. You know, it's nicely it's nicely enough produced and I think like Prince basically taking the ideas of the film and turning them into a song is something that I wish he'd done more often. Like I wish he hadn't been so reluctant to let people license his songs. Like whatever Kevin Smith spent 5 days trying to get permission to, you know, to do if he'd have just said, look, I'm going to write a song for Jay and sign up Bob straight back and turn the entire plot into like a print song. I would have loved if he have done that, but you know, obviously he just preferred to kind of dick around with Kevin Smith for five days and then give him nothing at the end of it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like for me, it's, it's just like kind of, a, you know, it's an okay print song, you know, it's yeah. fairly well produced, but like, you know, I, you know, I don't have a, I don't have any kind of attachment to the film, so it doesn't really have a huge amount of meaning for me.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it fits really well with the film. And I think that's probably why I give it a four. Like af- after the whole film um, ends and all that and the credits come up, I even though I don't like sometimes when I'm like a song's only heard in the credits and then it goes on to win all these awards for best song in a film. But I, I will admit the importance of just setting the mood a- after the film. And I think this does a really um good job of that and um another element of the actual song itself that um i want to point out is we got prince at the very end doing the um the high voice the pitched up vocals for the first time in a while he um yeah. goes off um goes a little um crazy with the um high vocals that um he used to do and all that i remember when on um, breakfast wait came out everyone made a pretty big deal it was like oh they were so excited that he was doing the high pitched vocals in the first time in like a long time but i remembered some of the high
0: yeah <laughs> uh, it's well yeah it is nice to get like just a little bit falsetto in there but then again that like you know it just feels like a kind of it fits with the ballad kind of aesthetic anyway so you know, yeah but it's nice to hear it yeah
1: yeah is- um for, for the, um, kind of ballad feel, it does do a good job of keeping, like, a pretty exciting rhythm to it, also. So, the more I think about it, the more I, I would give this a four. Even, even, yeah. like, separating it from the film, which I'm, I'm pretty biased towards Happy Feet. That's definitely probably, like, top five favorite animated films. Yeah, I, I would say it's a strong four and a, um, good contender. Or the gold
0: globe well I feel like we said about as much as we can about the song of the heart so let's go to plugs is there anything that you wish to plug Alec?
1: yes alecreina98 is my twitter handle love talking about Prince I love doing the show
0: and you can find us on Facebook at Track or on Twitter at PrincePodcast or you can email us not sure why you would at PrinceTripeByTrack at gmail.com thanks for, for being my guest here Alec
1: yeah no problem glad to be here and otherwise one world, goodbye. One, world, goodbye. one world
0: united
1: singing a song singing a song singing a song singing a song singing a